Today's episode is brought to you by Audible. To pick up a free audiobook download, head on over to audibletrial.com slash simpletheology. Welcome to Simple Theology, the podcast connecting theology to everyday life by examining various doctrines of the Christian faith. I'm Robert Kane. And I'm Rick Gromlich. Hey, 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 it's a good day. Welcome to today's show. Yeah, it's a good day for multiple reasons. Yeah. Um, one of those is... O-H. I-O. Baby. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, Ohio that State, was, that was nice. That was, uh, that that was, was very good. nice. Well, unplanned choreography. Ohio State just hammered mm. Michigan. And that's the right word. Yeah. I mean, you can use a lot of different words for what no. they did to them, yeah. but they beat them very soundly. Yes. Let's keep it PG, yeah. Rick. Yeah. I know you have some problems with that. Um, <laughs> but I uh, still don't have huge hopes that they're going to make it to the CFP playoff. Or no. You know what, though? Like, part of it is people would rather win, um, beat Ohio State, and not go to the playoffs than, or like, win the championship. I think they'd rather beat Michigan than win a national championship. Maybe. There's, I mean, I don't. That's a strong. I just. A, it's a real deal here in the Buckeye State. And, yeah. Uh, for Michigan. Yeah. Which, on that note, I'm not a big fan of saying the state up north. It's, I mean, a lot of people do it. I. I, know. I'm just I Michigan. almost did it a little bit earlier, but I was like, ah, whatever. It's Michigan. Yeah. Beautiful state. It's by like the way. Saying, it's like saying Voldemort. No idea what did, you're talking about. Did Harry refrain okay. from saying right, Voldemort? You're us. <laughs> no. <laughs> He didn't say he who must not be named. He kept calling him Voldemort. See, he's scared. I literally have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Watch some Harry Potter movies and or read, read the books. books. Yeah, those are giant. read the read the books. If those you are can. giant books. The audiobooks are really good. Danielle's gone through them like four times. Wow. Yeah, she Jeez. loves them. Um, is she a, but is she a Harry Potter nerd. She really, really likes Harry Potter. So that's a yes. That would be a <laughs> yes. But Rob's also, to be fair, I mean, I'm not calling you out, not dissing you, but you are definitely a Harry Potter nerd. Uh, we I were somewhere. I wouldn't say nerd, were, but I would say big fan. Well, we were somewhere, and you kind of nerded out or whatever about like the different dorms or something, and named after this and that. There's like a group of us. Is there's like, four. Of, everyone knows the four. Okay. Well, Gryffindor, whatever. Slytherin. Hufflepuff and Ravenclaw. <laughs> okay. Everyone well, knows that, Rick. You, yeah. All right. Anyway, so um, on a side note, yes. um, tomorrow, as we get back to football, is the Battle of Ohio. Uh, the Browns play the Bengals in Cincinnati. Um, pulling from the Browns. Looking good this year. Could pull this one out. Did they already play them this year? Browns, Bengals? Uh, I think so. Did they? I'm going to look it up is right there- now. I'd be surprised if it's just late in the season. It's the first time meeting, but maybe it is. Hmm. Okay. Well, while you're looking that up, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, today means. is Saturday, the Saturday after Black Friday, which means it's Ooh, the yeah. Friday after Thanksgiving. Did you get any deals? Um, we went to Target yesterday to pick up an SD card because oh. thanks to. Our fantastic listeners, you guys are amazing. We finally scrounged up enough money to get a portable recorder so we don't have to have the whole setup run through a computer and kill our battery and have more plugs. So we got this portable recorder, and we're recording on it now. So if it ends up being a terrible recording, then we clearly need to fix something. (laughs) But we'll find out. 
We, if it's terrible, then we wasted all the uh, listeners' money. All the funds yeah. that our global company has acquired over the last 11 months. So if it means anything, it means we are not bringing in a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're staying faithful uh, to the listeners. But yeah, thank you guys who, who have contributed. That is a huge help to us. But Rick, I, I got on the topic of Thanksgiving, so I want to find out how yours was. Mm. How was it? Yeah. It was really good. Um, and just a side note, I got the answer. We have not played the Ooh. Bengals yet. We play them the 25th, and we play them again Sunday, December 23rd. Boom. Wow. Anyway, um, next next time we play them in Cleveland. Yeah. yeah, it was good. So we went down actually to Cincinnati where Candace's brother and sister and father live. So went down there Thursday, no, Wednesday night. Um, got in a little Christmas carol play. The theater there was really good. You actually. were in one. No, I watched it. Took in the play, a play of the Christmas. Took in film. the arts. You know, broadening my horizons. You're a classy man. You know, I do what I can. Do you um, do it with company money? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I do everything with company well, money. <laughs> listeners aren't gonna like that. <laughs> yeah, though, but it was good. Um, it's where her sister, uh, Claire James, she works there. She she's um, events coordinator for that company or organization so it was fun thursday hung out watched football ate a ton of great food um i actually came back up candace stayed with her family came i came up thursday evening to uh i cover the thursday evening shift at the winter sorry the homeless shelter do that twice a month so came up did that it's been good though thursday man rick it was a good day how about you buddy share do do tell yeah it was great we had my side of the family um, last Sunday up in Akron, and that was really great. Great. And then we had Danielle's side on Thursday, Thanksgiving Day. There you go. Yeah, I got to play a bunch of Jackbox. You haven't played that yet, have you? Um, there's a restaurant, Jack in the Box. Nope, that's not what I'm talking about. So there's this TV. I'm going to look this up. Wait, no. Yeah. It's fascinating. Is this with the, with your phones? Yes. Yeah, we play this at my um, part-time job, our work. We had a uh, Halloween party, and Wyatt broke it out there. Yes. It's fun, so isn't we it? We played it at the Islands. It is a ton of yeah. fun. We yeah. bought one of them. There, you can buy multiple packages. I think there's like five packages. Yeah. There might be more now, but we bought package number three, and we've been playing it every opportunity that we get. And I think when Just we're done two? here, no, with, with a group of friends, I think when you and I are done here, Danielle wanted to try playing it with the four of us. I think we want to eat dinner. Well, after that, too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Can Will play? Um, Sure. Sure. Good. I mean, I want to include my kids in what I do. Yeah, it makes one of us. Anyway, what are we talking about today? <laughs> well, unlike Rob and I, um, we're going to talk about how God is unchanging. Mm. And um, not much of a radio segue there. I apologize. Yeah, that's that pretty um, weak. You know, I've been, I've been off work for a few days, kind of sitting around, getting soft. But yeah, so today's topic is the fact that God is unchanging, and we do believe it is a fact. Jack. Jack. In the box. In the box. Oh, mm. Plug it. Hey, can we get a sponsorship? I'll, I'll reach out. Yeah, please do. See what we can do. Appreciate that. We should probably fill out, figure out who they are affiliated with, just in case. Yeah, I think it's like Apple, Starbucks, Google. Okay. Yeah, we're staying away from them. Even though we use all their products. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So that is what we're talking about. God is unchanging. Okay. So because we're radio pros and we do nothing but make beautiful radio, beautiful. Um, we have a definition, and I'll go ahead and take that. It says this, God's being and attributes, along with the ethical commitments he has given, cannot change. This means, among other things, that God is committed to being God and that he is the same yesterday, today, 
and forever. And that is quoting Hebrews 13, 8. Yeah. It's solid stuff. I mean, I think one thing that people don't understand, or I guess that's kind of strong. Sometimes people... Tell, tell, tell everybody what people don't listen, understand, Rick. Let me, that's let me why t- we're here. Let me tell you how it really is. <laughs> uh, no, but you do hear people talk about in the Old Testament, like, well, that was the God of the Old Testament. You know, Jesus is different. or they just God don't in the a, Old Testament was God of wrath. God in the New Testament right, was God of love. Exactly. They don't have a clarity that... Or an understanding that it's the same God. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. So when we hear, we read about the, the hard things in the Old Testament, some things we don't even understand, and then we read about the grace and the mercy that he shows in the New Covenant, it's the same God. Yeah. Um, it's also good for us to understand that um, God has He does, has not revealed everything to, to us about who he is and what he's doing. Um Although he has revealed more to us through the scriptures than he has to anyone in the Old Testament. Um, This is something I try to remind my students um, often is that the opportunity we have through the Word, the Bible, and the Holy Spirit. I mean, think about the prophets and how Abraham and Moses, and they're just listening from God. And they had very unique, very powerful interactions with God, but they didn't have him with them continuously. And we have the gift of the Word, and we have the gift of the Holy Spirit. And so God has uh, revealed Himself to us through those things and given us those gifts. And we need to cherish those and treasure those um, in that understanding that not all of Christian or of humanity had this gift. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, valuing I like, that. I feel like Isaiah or Moses or Abraham, like any any of the Old Testament guys would be just absolutely thrilled at the idea right. of having a book with right. God's words in it. Yes. Yeah. Like, like, hey, hey, man, if you just, you, you know how you're carrying around that satchel and you've got your water and you've got some food, your rations for the day, here, go ahead and fit <laughs> this book in here and it's God's words, by the way. Right. Like, yeah. We take that for granted so and, much. And we have like dozens of them sitting around our, our churches and our homes and um, access to it on our phones. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think it's also it's also good to, to um, as we walk this journey with God in relationship as his children, we need to know that he will reveal stuff about himself to us. Now, it's not new. Like, Rob's not going to get a revelation from God and God reveal something unique to Rob that he hasn't spoken to anyone else, and then Rob can write a new part of the Bible because God revealed this to Rob. No, he will reveal things that he um, already states, but they're in a deeper way, and they're personal. And um, this is where we talk about head knowledge and heart knowledge. It goes from, oh, I've read this, that God is gracious or God is patient, but now I've experienced it, and I have this deeper understanding of who God is and His grace. Yeah, absolutely. It's really cool. Absolutely, and, and speaking of the, the head knowledge, heart knowledge, let's, let's jump into our paradigm of head, heart, and hands here. So when it comes to our head, the things that we should should be confident about, knowing that God doesn't change, that He is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow, that should increase our confidence one that that what he says in his word mm-hmm. is something that we can take to the bank and so people people often point out passages where it talks about how god repented of what of, of ever making man like oh it looks like god changed well he didn't it's not that he changed it's that he so like for instance let's use the instance mm-hmm. of jonah yeah right he tells jonah to go to nineveh and to preach repentance 
and Jonah doesn't want to. And the whole book is about how Jonah's trying to to run away from God, but God is is sovereign, and He brings him back, and He, he shows him that He has greater plans than just for for Jonah. But He's going to take this people, Nineveh, who are wicked, who He said, "I'm going to declare my judgment on them. I'm going to bring my wrath upon these people." Yeah. Go tell them to repent. And Jonah, after after the book, like eventually, gets there, and God uses Jonah to lead these people to repent. It's not that God changed his mind. It's that God responded the same way that he would to repentance that he always does. So whenever someone repents, it's not that 99 times God will respond with mercy and for mm-hmm. and forgiveness. Right. But one time, you know, he might be having a bad day. Like maybe he doesn't decide to do that. <laughs> Did he really hear you? Yeah. And that's like sorry. No, be good. But like if you've grown up in the church, like you've been through this, especially like you go to a church camp and there's some kind of special revival, some kind of thing, you're like, Man, I just think I need to ask the Lord in my heart again. Or like <laughs> I need to get saved again. Yeah. Or I need to like say this prayer. Rededicate again. my life. Right. And and, and part of like I do get the the rededication language. I kind of get that. Mm-hmm. But like, I need to say the sinner's prayer. I need to like get saved again. That comes from a, a lack of understanding of who God is and then your relationship with him. But it's that idea that like we have to keep seeking and like go back to like, did he hear me the first time? Was I, you know, was I genuine? Did he, does he know this? Yeah. It's like, no, he, he's got you. Yeah, no, exactly. And so every time, 100 out of 100 times that we come before the Lord in repentance, he's going to respond with mercy and yeah grace and forgiveness. And so what we're trying to get there is that we can be confident that when God says he's a merciful God, that he's slow to anger, that he gives grace to the humble, that's the case yesterday, that's the case today, and that's going to be the case tomorrow. Absolutely. And so even when you do fall in sin, God has not changed. Although we have changed, although Mm -hmm. things have happened in our lives, whether pleasing or displeasing to the Lord, God has not changed. So he is forever good. He's forever faithful. He's forever loving, just, merciful, powerful, sovereign, etc. He is forever these things. And the great thing that we can know is that God being forever just is that, let's say, for instance, we're persecuted for our faith. And in America, there's very little persecution, real persecution for our faith. So let's say we are, though. Mm -hmm. We don't actually have to take vengeance on that. Right. Because God is just. Yes. There will be a day when all of us will give an account and we will be repaid for our record. Right. For a record. And yeah. the question is, is it going to be your record or is it going yeah. to be Jesus's record? Yeah. And the beautiful thing is that God's justice is satisfied in Christ. And exactly. so all of those who are in Christ are seen by God as perfectly just. God's yeah. love is most fully poured out in Christ. And so those who are in Christ experience God's love most fully. God's faithfulness is most clearly seen in Christ. His goodness is all of these things are most seen in Christ. Mm -hmm. And so we are in him. We get to experience those things forevermore. Yeah. And you're right. I mean, that should give us a confidence as we know those things and understand how those work in the relationship between Christ and God and, and how those things are experienced through Christ in our relationship with Christ, we should begin to experience those things. I think it's good to know that God is unchanging as we look um, into our own relationship, as we talk about relationship with Christ, is that that is not changing. We can rest in the fact that the Christ um, who paid the price for the sins of the world, who's redeemed us, will then walk with us um, through 
the rest of our life in a way that is um, intimate and deep. So I think it's like we just chalk, okay, God's unchanging. That's cool. But no, like we are constantly changing and we're making mistakes. And as you listen up what those things that God is forever good, all those things, like those directly impact us. Um, you know, I think it's First um, Peter 2.9 talks about um, how we are, you know, that God brings us um, out of darkness into marvelous light and that God will do that work in us and carry us forward. Um, and it's a blessing that, that we can rest in that. But again, that starts, there has to be some, some confidence that's, to use the paradigm head, heart, and hands. A lot of this does kind of seep into the, our heart, but we have to understand why that's true. It's nice to say, oh, okay, hey, God, God's got me, and he's going to, you know, I can rest in that. Yeah, faith alone saves. I don't have to do anything. What's that? The the faith alone saves. Yes. I don't have to do anything. Yeah. People, like, throw that out there, but it's like, wait, hold on. One, you, you do have to step out, but, but to my point is that we can rest because God is unchanging. Philippians 1.6 says, he who began a good work will bring it to completion. We trust this because God doesn't change. You know, the, whoever's elected president, whoever's you know leading the largest regime in the world, or whatever you know, the stock market, none of that. He's not surprised. He doesn't you know get to him. He, he's doing his thing, and that should bring us immense comfort, and that should really affect um, our way of thinking about God. Yeah, absolutely. And and I alluded to it just a second ago, but it should also increase our confidence that faith alone does save. Yeah. However, as Luther said, or they believe is Luther, it could have been somebody else, but faith alone saves, but a faith that saves is never alone. Mm. Faith alone saves, but a faith Man. that saves is never should, alone. Should you get a tattoo of that? Well, maybe I will. Where'd you get it? Uh, probably on my arm, trying to turn that one tattoo into a sleeve. You know, um, I don't think that's the way that they're supposed to do sleeves. I think you're supposed to do a sleeve like a whole thing, not just like put random tattoos around your arm. No, no, no. You can get like a whole no, design. No, no. You no, can no, no. fit <laughs> designs in. Do you have that whole like the whole thing figured out? No, I don't. Oh, okay. No, I get I get with an artist. Um, but anyway, sorry. Back on <laughs> back on track. Yeah. No. 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 But like, it should increase our confidence that we do not have to work for our salvation. Our that work has already been accomplished in Christ. I was listening to. Mm. A lecture today for school and it was on uh, some of the history of the mission endeavors throughout the the eastern side of the world and they talked about how um, the eastern church started off very evangelistic and very passionate about the gospel and over time it became more about rituals and uh, these certain kinds of fasts and praying to idols and, and all of these really kind of wacky things that it is today to where the Eastern Orthodox Church has now completely lost the gospel in many ways. And and, and before people start getting upset <laughs> listening to this, it's not to say that there is nobody in the Eastern Orthodox Church who knows the Lord. There very, may very well be. However, by and large, Eastern Orthodox Church has lost the gospel because they have gone about in this trajectory of, hey, you got, you got to do these things. You got to keep these Sabbaths. You've got to attend these... Right. Uh, certain rituals, ceremonies, rituals, and you, you have to do these extra things to be considered Christian, when in reality, yeah. Scripture says that faith alone is what saves. We read it in right. Ephesians 2, 8 through 9, which many of us know, but for the sake, I'm going to read it here, for you are saved by grace through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is God's gift, not from works, 
so that no one can boast. Nobody. And so even though uh, we should be further uh, encouraged and further convinced of all these things in in God's nature, how it doesn't change, and in Mm -hmm. our salvation, how it's completely dependent on him and not on us, um, it should also fuel our our heart and, and our feelings. So we should be stirred to take those things. So let's look at let's look at God's character. So yeah. just some of the things listed earlier. He's good. He's faithful. He's loving. He's just. So we should be stirred to reflect those attributes of God's character back towards others. Mm-hmm. So if we're one degree of glory at a time being changed into the image of Christ, who is God. That's not to say that we are becoming God, that there's a very clear creator-creature distinction, but we're created to be look more and more like Jesus, then we should reflect his character as well, that he is good and he is faithful, loving, just, merciful, powerful. Those things we should be in increasing measure showing towards others. So we should be passionate about justice in our society. We should be very loving to those who are really kind of tough to love and and honestly our enemies as well like that's easy to say it's a lot tougher to actually do yeah no i think you're right on point there i mean um as we talk kind of shift into our our hands you know how our conduct how do we walk this stuff out you know all these things should be affecting how we live and we should be active in um doing good and 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 serving others ephesians 2 10 says for we are his workmanship created in christ jesus for good works which god prepared beforehand that we should walk in them so there's a lot to this verse but we're going to take out that last piece that um god has prepared these works that we should walk in them and we do that out of our new identity in christ because we're created in him um but we are to be people who are not just chilling not waiting for eternity to come not just complaining um, about the current state of affairs, but actually be engaging with people. Reminiscing on the good old days. Right, exactly. My goodness. We get that all the time. You know, back in my day, you know, well, this isn't your day. I mean, if you, <laughs> you were more active back in your day, you wouldn't have the day you have, you know? Um, <laughs> Shots fired. But yeah, anyway. Um, yeah, we should be doing the work that the Lord has given to us to do. And if you want a list of those things to do, um, simply open up almost any... Where in Scripture, anywhere in the New Testament, um, go through Ephesians, go through Colossians, go through Philip. You know what? Go to James. If you're confused about this, go read James, yeah. and that'll get you where you need to go. Um, we should be loving our enemies because um, God isn't changing. We take rest in who He is because we know He's over these things. He's sovereign. Um, we take confidence in what He's doing. Out of that, we love our enemies. Matthew five forty four talks about that. Um, also, we should do seek justice, love mercy, and walk humbly with God. I mean, that was from out of Micah 6, and the fact that God has given us things to do, and we don't work as uh, people who have nothing. We don't work in vain. We rest in God. He's called us to do something, and we set out to do it. Um, yeah. When we're persecuted, we trust Him. When we um, are just, our life is in turmoil. When things are, are changing, we rest in the fact that God is over those things. He is just. He has this final say in what he's doing. And again, um, even though it might be hard, the God of the Old Testament, the God of the New Testament, the God of today is the same. The God who wants to speak into your life and, and change your life. The God who um, walked with Adam and Eve. It's the same God. And his desire is to see you flourish, to experience, as John 10, 10 says, abundant life. Um but as John 15 talks about, we have to be dependent upon him as the vine. Yeah. 
Well, I got a text message from Danielle. Yeah. Saying that dinner is ready. Oh, well, let's, um, well, hope you enjoyed today's episode. <laughs> so I was, I was going to talk about, um, there's a passage in Genesis 3. So, I mean, very beginning of, mm-hmm. of Scripture where we see um, Genesis 3, the fall. But, oh, man, I'm trying to find the spot here. Yeah, anytime you guys hear people talk about Genesis 3, it's always the fall. The fall of man. Oh, I shouldn't. What are you thinking about? So it's in Genesis three. I'm just you can now that I'm on the process or on the spot here. I'm having a tough time finding it. But it's where God is is promising that the the serpent will strike the woman's heel, mm-hmm. but her offspring will crush its head. Three fifteen. Three fifteen. Okay, thank you. I'm glad you have the technology in your studio to. No, I just had it memorized. <laughs> I will put hostility. <laughs> You're an animal. <laughs> I'll put I'm hostility not. between you and the woman, and between your offspring and her offspring. He will strike your head, and you will strike his heel. And so, what we see with that is that the serpent who caused the fall, he will strike, and it he will injure humanity, so to speak. He'll strike the heel, but that's not mm-hmm. a deathly blow. Mm-hmm. But of the seed of humanity, there will be one who's the offspring yep. of Adam and Eve who is going to crush the head yes. of the serpent, which is a deathly blow. And we know that the serpent, being Satan, is going to be ultimately and finally defeated through Christ, who is fully man and fully God. So he comes through that line. And God, even in the Old Testament, even in Genesis 3, the beginning of all of scripture, the first book of the Bible, he's already saying the gospel. Yeah. He has not changed. He's the same yesterday. Right. He's the same today. He's the same tomorrow. But unfortunately, we're not the same. And so at one moment, yeah. we're totally full. And the next moment, we're pretty hungry. Yeah. And I know dinner's ready. <laughs> well, so if you want to <laughs> go ahead and take that wonderful radio segue that I just laid in your lap. Mm. And close this thing out. That'd be great. Yeah, and if you are hungry for more, uh, please. Mm. If you liked today's episode and think someone else would be hungry for it as well, please share it. We'd love to have you guys rate us on iTunes and uh, leave us a, a review. That'd be awesome. Um, contact us on Facebook at Simple Theology. We're on Twitter at Simple Theology underscore. <laughs> I don't know who just yelled, but it was one of our kids. One of the babies just <laughs> screamed. Um, check out our website at simpletheology.org. Again, love to hear from you guys. You can also support us if you like. Um, you can go to our website and find a link to our Patreon, or you can go to Patreon and just look up Simple Theology. We also do have that thing going with Audible, where if you sign up um, for an Audible trial through audible.com, no, audibletrial.com slash simpletheology, if you use that, www.audibletrial.com slash simpletheology, and you sign up for that, you get a free audiobook, we get a kickback, and then if you don't like the trial, you can um, unsubscribe. So... But that's the deal. Hey, and, we love hearing from you guys. And by unsubscribe, Rick means unsubscribe from Audible, not oh, our program. Yeah, yeah. Let's I mean, just make sure that's clear. You can do that, I guess. And we don't get a kickback, a kickback from that. Um, but no, hey, again, we're recording on our new um, technology thanks to the supporters. Thanks to you guys. Yeah, thank you guys. support and give. Um, that is not lost on us, that generous donations. We appreciate that. Yeah. Those generous people. Their generosity. Yeah. You guys are generous. Thank you on this Thanksgiving. Is it Thanksgiving? We can call it Thanksgiving. It's basically Thanksgiving. Yeah, it'll come up like a week after. But anyway, um, have a good day. Peace out. Bye.